recording. Yeah. Hello. Hello. And welcome to More Than Meets the Eye. My name is Emma. I'm Antonella. And we are here to help you see the world through a more aesthetically pleasing lens. Oh, yeah, we are. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're More Than Meets the Eye. Um, sorry, I shouldn't have repeated that. Uh, we're basically a podcast about aesthetics. And what that means is that we talk about music and movies and fashion and everything that can go into having an aesthetic or like experimenting with an aesthetic or just like considering you know sitting down and going i want to think about this aesthetic today mm-hmm. that, that's basically what we do that is what we do yeah except for we talk about it and then we talk about it <laughs> and we have a fruitful conversation about aesthetics um so why don't you tell us what we're talking about today antonella so today's aesthetic of choice is grunge fairy or fairy core grunge yeah or fairy grunge it's just the words fairy and grunge and whichever various, way you want to say it <laughs> various yeah. combinations of the word um and i feel like it's a recent kind of trend that we've seen yes. like get more popular maybe it's been around longer but yeah i think currently of the 2020s it's been on pinterest a lot and tiktok and tiktok uh, always TikTok. Always TikTok. We, always bringing up TikTok. I have to say also, well, let's jump into what is your relationship with it? Like, what? how did you come across it? What did, do you wear it? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe, should we first explain the... You want to define find it? it? Like, just like sure, quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so essentially, to just give a concise definition, it's combining like more ethereal feminine mm-hmm. clothing with grunge-inspired pieces as well. Yeah. I've also read that it's kind of like fairy core, which is exactly what it sounds like, basically just dressing up like a fairy, um, and but then making it more earthy, grungy, you know, more like ripped clothing, like a little like, you know, that goth fairy from that children's TV show you used to watch, like that kind of vibe, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. She's grunge fairy. Yeah. She's um, what everyone's trying to be now, so. Exactly. All right. Why don't you tell us your relationship with it? Um, so because it's more of, like, a recent, like, it's yeah. been given a recent name and stuff, um, I wouldn't say that, like, I have a true relationship to it, but I think it does kind of remind me of, like, Y2K-esque, like, mm. thinking, like, the butterfly, um, yeah. motifs kind of remind me of just, like, I don't know, being, like, a little kid in the yeah, 2000s, sure. um, and, like, that kind and of, the- like... The corset tops too, yeah. like those are those were big back in the day, and they're they're kind of coming back. The peasant tops, yeah. like that was a big our childhood thing, like era, like early two thousands era kind of thing. It's definitely inspired by Y two K style of clothing. Um, I wouldn't say. I mean, I think my style is inspired by it. Like generally speaking, I don't think I oh, wear sure. it like hundred percent true to the to the aesthetic but i definitely do enjoy like a lot of pieces from it especially like yeah the earthy tones and like the mesh or like they have like layering mm-hmm. is a big part of it and i love like layering yeah i feel like you have like you're i feel like you are very grunge but not in like a like you're trying to conform to grunge i feel like you just happen to be grungy like you have bigger size clothes you uh wear more like muted colors um 
and sometimes there's some rips you know it's all like yeah. like thrifted mm-hmm. so it's like kind of natural grunge but you're also you have like a little femininity to your style sometimes and i think that's where it definitely like i can see a little fairy grunge in what yes. you are you described my style so nicely Uh-oh, thank you yeah <laughs> I definitely, yeah, I definitely take inspiration. I mean, yeah. I think just thrifting in general, you're going to find those kind of pieces. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty easy to do. But what about you? How do you relate to this aesthetic? I feel like I have, uh, oh, yeah, no, I have a story for it. Um, when we were planning out this season, um, wait, like, a long time ago, not even, like, I think it was, like, before I sat down and went, okay, this is when we're going to record what, blah, 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 blah. Um, you had sent me, like, a list of aesthetics. And I remember being, like, I know, like, two of these. <laughs> I think heard of, like, two of these. We, like, I don't remember. Did we, like, go- call on a Zoom or something and talk about it? I, yeah, I think we did. Yeah, and this is one of the ones where I was, like, I've never heard of this. Of course, now I understand that I've seen it before. You know, it's not, right. like, a completely not done thing before. That's, that's the but... thing with most of these is, like, you see them, you just didn't know they had a name. Yeah, basically. Exactly. I also feel like this is, like, almost, like, obviously it's different, but, like, I feel like there's, with TikTok fashion, people are more adventurous, and, like, I actually see people wearing adventurous things in everyday life, where I feel like when I was growing up and, like, these were kind of the things that, like, cartoon characters would wear. It's almost like what the scene kids or the anime kids would wear, but now it's, like, toned down in certain ways, but also, like... Like, I massively see people, like, for Grunge Fairy, one of the things is, like, those boots with the giant buckles on it. And it's, like, I actually see people wearing things like that rather than that just being, like, what Gwen from Total Drama Island wore, you know? Like, people actually wear that nowadays, which is interesting to me. Um, But I think a lot of this, like, reminds me of my childhood. It reminds me of... I'm going to do a little, like, throwback to my poor Jeff kids from back in the day. Um, To me... Like, I feel like if Toomey was still around, all of its clothes would be kind of grungy. I see it. I totally you know see I mean? it. Mm-hmm. I once got, like, a peasant top. Literally, like, a peasant top. Toomey was... Let me not just say Toomey and, like, explain. Toomey was a store in Port Jeff, uh, which is a place on Long Island, where we... I used to live, and so still lives near it. Um, and it sold, like, imported goods from, I want to say, like... Some, like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but, like, it was, like, I know there were little stuffed alpacas made out of actual alpaca fur. Like, there was really cool ceramics, really cool jewelry, um, and, like, also this clothing that was, like, very not, like, American. I I think it was, like, pretty non-American, and it Mm -hmm. was, like... It was all South American. That's where it was. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Thank you. I couldn't remember where it was from. But, um, yeah, and it was, like, the peasant tops and the big, long skirts, but they were made out of this really weird material. Do you know what material? I don't, but I, I know what you're talking yeah. about. And all earth tones, because it was all, like, yes. naturally dyed, too. Oh, yeah, it was totally, like, very, like, naturally made and yeah. stuff, which is, you know, very earthy uh, yeah, yeah. vibe, which I totally, I totally see the association yes. between the two. So when I, like, Googled this for the first time, I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, to me clothing. Like, I wish... I wish Toomey still exists. I wish I still had the top because I would wear that top nowadays. I still have my Toomey top. I'm going to, I need to bring it back. Oh my gosh. I still have it. <laughs> Wait, what top did you get? It was like, at the time, I don't know why I bought it because I like never wore it after mm. I bought it, but it was like a tank top with like buttons. So it almost <gasps> looked like a, 
It looked so corset-esque, yes. honestly. That so, gasp was because I knew exactly what top you were talking it's about. It's so funny because they had it. They, I wish it was still around because I would go and buy, would go and buy some now. Some more. Because like now I feel like I'm super into... I, would be, I feel like it'd be super I would cool also, now. Like, I would wear provocative clothing now, which, yeah. like, we also, like, were growing up in, like, 2010s, and it was like you had to wear normal clothing, you know? Like, you could not dress funky. Like, you had yeah. to dress like a normal person. And I feel um, like I remember looking at those tops, like, especially the peasant tops. I always wanted the peasant top. I don't know why. I just wanted – it was, like, had, like, a little poofy sleeve and, like, a heart neckline. I always wanted it and like kind of like a corset pattern but it wasn't tight fit like it was stretchy in the back um and I just remember I always wanted one and I finally got myself one and I like never wore it and I eventually gave it away and I'm so mad at myself because I know now in 2022 oh my god I almost called it 2021 in 2022 I would definitely wear that I yes and I really love what you said about like the cartoon character yes. part because I, I think I think this whole aesthetic reminds me of like a cartoon character, um, 2000s, 90s cartoon character. Absolutely. And especially what you said about, like, TikTok people being, or just people in general being more daring with their fashion. Because yeah. I just feel like nowadays um, you can kind of just wear what you want and kind of wear whatever aesthetic and be a little bit more out there. And yeah. it's not as, like, strange. I don't know. Like, there's nothing, like, no big whoop about it. I almost yeah. feel like. It's like, okay. Like, that's their like style. Like, something weird. Like, that's, yeah, that's yeah. their style or, like, it's like almost trend like the the more extravagant you are like the more trendy you're being like because you're i think maximalism is coming back which is amazing you know i think we're also just like inundated with so many like clothings and and different kinds of trends that it's like just do what you want like we're just overexposed to it through tiktok like there's a micro trend like every other week so it's just like do what you want to do and if you want to get on the micro trend like train then go for yeah. it like but also if that micro train micro <laughs> train that micro trend train like strikes a chord with you like it's your time basically yeah. to shine in that to be like this is what i like to wear this is what i want to wear you know and like i think that's a really powerful thing yeah. and i think um i have two things to say to this this reminds me of like when indie music started to get like super diverse and now it's like I listen to indie music and this other person listens to indie music and we listen to completely different indie music, you know? And it's like now music is like so diverse that like that can happen. You can like be into similar genres, but listen to completely different artists, which I think is so fun. Um, and it really like allows people to like find music they really like or that kind of thing. I feel like fashion's going in a similar direction, which is great. Of course, there's always going to be like popular things or trends, but it's like, I feel like there's more like even like popular things like it's like only a certain amount of people are grasping onto it um which is fun but also the other thing I wanted to say was I heard someone say this really interesting thing that like design trends kind of move in like a weird circle and all I know is that fashion I think it's like high fashion no street fashion to high fashion and then high fashion to something, I don't remember what was in between, but at the very end is interior design, which I think is hilarious because it's like maximalism is becoming very big in fashion. And it's not quite seeped into interior design yet, but like in 10 years, it will probably be like maximalism is interior design. I think some people are doing it, but I think it's not like mainstream the way minimalism is still mainstream in interior design. That's so funny to think about, actually, because right? I can kind of see it. I feel like the grip that like 
I want to no, say. I know what it is. It's colors. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Colors. So colors and fashion. We'll go street fashion, high fashion, interior design, and then cars. So the car colors that are popular are from fashion from like 10 years ago. Isn't that That's so interesting. Wild? I wonder how you like develop that. Like, how do you get those, you know, statistics? Like that's. I don't know, but I heard this on a podcast and I believe it because it checks out. Like, so that's why brown cars aren't in, but they were in in the 2000s because brown was in in like the early 90s. Mm, we need to bring back brown cars. I know. Cause... Well, I feel like brown's very in right now. So I feel like totally. brown cars will come back. We have back. to wait 10 years. I know. <laughs> well, everything's moving faster now, so hopefully not 10 years. <laughs> yeah, it, the trend cycle is just like speeding up. Woo! But yeah, anyways, back to, I guess, back to French Ferry. Yes. There is a little history. I know we said that, like, it's very recent, yes. but there w- was some history I was able to find. Yes, um, give me it. So it's I, was, yeah. I was able not to find anything. So I'm this definitely... is, I, I mean, this is, I think, more up, into, up to interpretation, okay. really, gotcha. but it is believed to originate from Kindergore. Kinder Kindergore, yes. Kinder I did hear about that, yes. Which is interesting. Um, not kinderhore, kinderhore. Yes, um, a very nasty word. Yes. I'm like, what is? Why is it called that? But uh, I, I think ladies. I do actually understand why it's called that. Um, it's. <laughs> Sorry, the thing we were talking at the same time, and I, I was listening to you, but I was also saying something. Wait, what did you say? Ridiculous. How about you say your things separately? So when you're. <laughs> well, I think it's good that they were overlapped because, like, you can choose to listen to one. I said a very nasty word for advantageous ladies. <laughs> And then you were like saying like I understand why it's like that, but I also don't understand. <laughs> which I just think I love. But anyway, yes, Kinder Horror. Kinder Horror. Okay, which basically is just the fashion of like '90s girl grunge bands, like yeah. Courtney Love, essentially. I say that word a lot. Um, what? essentially. <laughs> you do say essentially. What, is, what was that thing? Quintessential. Quintessential. Oh my god. I have to bring that one back. I know. We need to make like Intel's quintessential, quintessential corner. Corner. Starting all with the Q. Yeah. <laughs> like corn not fake meat that's only vegetarian and not vegan oh i know <laughs> moment of silence for the vegans in the room <laughs> okay anyway yes um, so it comes from kinder whore um but it's more ethereal correct yes it kind of it's essentially yeah it developed essentially it's developed from <laughs> that um and kinder whore came from like as a reaction to the male-dominated grunge scene and, like, mm. males, obviously, the male singers dressing very masculinely. And so, like, female singers, um, femme singers, decided they would just decide to add a bit more femininity to the style and to the fashion. Yeah. Very much, like, I don't know, baby doll-esque kind of fashion. It's where you get kind of the, um, I want to say, like, lace and, like, little mm. dresses and stuff um yeah it's like that it's also um i thought this was weird but i'll bring it up anyway um it was like sort of I, well it was not weird it was a very interesting quote that um courtney love gave where she was like you know when i started doing kinder horror like it wasn't we're still talking about kinder horror right okay good <laughs> sorry uh, <laughs> Wow, that was like a whole panic in my brain for a second. Okay, um, 
Courtney Love was like, I wasn't intending to be like this sexual figure, but then all of a sudden she was getting so sexualized that it was like part of it almost. Like mm-hmm. it was almost like she then realized that was intentional. I don't know. Interesting. But interesting. I let me find that quote because I actually respected it. When I started Kinder Horror, it was more of a whatever happened to Baby Jane kind of thing, but with an ironic angle. Now I think I'm touching some psychosexual aspects of rock music. Okay, so that was completely different from what I said, but um, that's, I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Kinder yeah. Horror, you know, yeah. so, I mean, Kinder Horror was just, like, making grunge fashion more feminine, and yeah. that is kind of like grunge fairy. So I think there is definitely a connection there, and the grunge part of the whole of the word of the the core is definitely 90s inspired Mm. we can say that even if it's like a 2020 trend um very much 90s i agree and i think um you know i think it is a like a new thing i think what you said at the beginning was really accurate that like we gave it a name and now that it has a name we're like oh okay i get what this is now you know but i feel like it it was always kind of there yeah and also, it's more extreme, like we were talking about. Okay. Do you want to... Fashion, wanna... yeah, fashion, 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 fashion. fashion. <laughs> okay, tell me about your dream. Oh, my God, we can talk about our outfits because we've done our photos Oh, yeah, already. we did. We did. Okay. Um, tell me, like, some, some vibes for fashion of fairy grunge. So, a lot of um, layers, mesh... Mm-hmm. T- thinking tights, gloves, um, a lot of crochet wear, knit wear, corsets, um, mm-hmm. knee-high socks, leg warmers. Also, I would say like unusual, of all those things you said, unusual combinations of those yes, things. layering so, them on top of each other in kind of quirky ways. Yes. So like, you know, like those muumuu skirts, what are they, what do you call them? Peasant skirts, peasant is that what they're skirts. called? Peasant skirts, like a t-shirt on top of a peasant skirt. Yeah. Plus, like, some gloves. Yeah. Like, some some little, like, wrist gloves. Like, that would be, but with, like, the fingers cut off. It's, oh, it's great. It's, like, almost like a shabby Victorian person that then becomes a fairy. Like, it's really cool. I like that description. But also, <laughs> like, stopped in, dropped off in the 90s for, like, a Nirvana tea on their way to 2022. <laughs> Like, that that would be kind of, like, the character that I would imagine encompassing fairy grunge. Absolutely. And she's just, like, wandering in the woods. Yep. Um, and she also cut off her hair into, like, a weird mullet thingy. Yeah. I feel like the hair is actually more important than... Also, on, um, on Pinterest, there's, like, one girl who pops up, like, 60 times if you search fairy grunge, which I think is great. Um... At lawnmower lice is like really out here like what a great what a name <laughs> what a name what a name she's really like selling the aesthetic which mm-hmm. i think is oh my gosh did you talk about leg warmers yes i did leg warmers yes. big we're big on leg warmers like warmers are coming back and i just want to say i don't use it anymore but I've, i had a twitter and i said leg warmers are coming back watch it happen and now it's happening oh my so god you called it called literally it. trend forecaster yes. over here. Mm-hmm. that's so okay we need to i saw someone wearing them and i was like oh they're they're like full-on about to come back i feel like it always surprises me when trends do come back because yes. you're always just like there's no way this could be incorporated now like there's just and no way like cute and then it's, and then it's cute and you're like there's like a there's a point where your brain just like clicks and you're like oh my god i actually, I actually really like that and i get, I get it, it. 
It's ridiculous. I'm scared that's going to happen to shoulder pads. I'm really scared. Oh, it's already happening. It's already happening, and I'm scared. And you know... You know that Emma's on board. You know that Emma <laughs> loves shoulder pads. Oh I've my cut God. out the shoulder pads of like everything I I've ever thrifted. And why have I never cut out shoulder pads? Because shoulder pads are amazing. I love shoulder pads. I still, I think it's gonna come back in like a I think more. It's gonna hit you. I think it's gonna it's gonna hit me, but I think it's I think it's gonna hit me in like a different way. Like I feel like my association is like those little pieces of like yeah. pads in your shoulder. I think it's gonna be more of like a an accessorized like oh, thing on the outside of the sleeve that's what oh, i'm thinking on the shoulder like i'm thinking like some puffy like i'm thinking it's gonna shoulder be adornments i think i think it's i'm thinking it's gonna be two things i think it's going to be inside not seen and it's gonna be about a very fitted look mm. that kind of like like a very like 90 degree shoulder kind of thing um i could see that or it's going to be almost like David Bowie, like, sticking out a little bit. That's what I'm thinking. Is but I'm not, like, like it's it's part of the jacket. Okay. That's, I mean, if if I was calling the shots, that's what I would do. <laughs> you can call the shots. You can start know, it right now. Like, you I have mean, the power. I already have so many jackets. And, like, look at this. Shoulder pad. Okay. I mean, it's not like one of those shoulder pads you can pull out. It's, like, kind of built in. But it's, like... Kind of a little thickness here, okay. you know? Anyway. Um, yeah, no, so like I, like, <laughs> did not... I don't think I'm going to get on the leg warmer train, to be honest. I feel like it will go away. Um, I think I agree with that statement that yeah. it probably will go away, but I do enjoy it. Yeah, I just don't I think, think it looks great. Yeah, I think I'm just not so going to invest. Mm-hmm. I think this is, like, more your territory, less my territory. Um, don't count yourself of, out. I, you know, I'm not. I'm just, like, being realistic, and I'm, like... I love this, but like I would have to have a complete wardrobe reversal. Mm, that's fair. Kind of pull this off, which would be tricky. But you, you know, you are with the tights though. Like you have your tights. Well, you I've wear your mesh tight tights. You always have been. So I feel like that's something that's very grunge fairy about you. Okay. Um, let's acknowledge that first yes, of all. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I've always been. I'm more of a tights girl in like a Fran Drescher kind of way though. Like that's actually true. It's so I can wear mini skirts. <laughs> but I love day. that. I love yeah. that as well. I love um, that too. We should do a whole Fran Drescher. Oh my god! Episode. Like a PCA that's just about Fran Drescher. <laughs> yeah. Like we just had one that was basically about Yoko. So let's just do. It's true. It wasn't about her of... book. It was about Yoko. <laughs> let's do all of Emma's childhood idols, okay. like in in this season. <laughs> we have done Amy already. So... We've done Amy. We've done Yoko. All we gotta do is. Fran and Agnes. Oh. Agnes Sparta. Oh. Mm. She wasn't a childhood. She was like a high school hero. She did uh, Cleo from nine to five. Five to seven. Oh, my God. Cleo de Saint-Castet. That's Agnes Sparta. She's the one who's friends with J.R. J.R. Look at her. She's so cute. <sighs> She's really cute. I don't right? know who that is, but oh my god, I love her. She's a French filmmaker. Oh, Agnes. Agnes. Oh, it's oh, it's pronounced Agnes. Yes. And Agnes is I love the name. It's Agnes in English. I yes. should have said that. I'm so sorry that I was like Agnes, Agnes. Um, Agnes in English. Um, Agnes, but also my great great aunt's name is agnes so it's like a family name for me too. so i love the name agnes i love it in french even more and yes right isn't that's that beautiful really cute. i know if i ever had a daughter which i never will 
she would be an Agnes slash Agnes. Should be both. Okay. We're getting off track. Um, back to Grunge Fairy, but more fashion. Fashion. I would say platform shoes. Yes. Demonias are very popular. I feel like this what style. Is, oh, what is it? Demonias are, it's like a brand of yeah. shoes that has a lot of platforms. If you go on their website, they just have tons of black Whoa. platforms in various styles. Demonia cult. Oh, like demon. Okay. I never connected that until you said that. Well, because... It said Demonia Colt, and then I saw a, a nun, and then I went, oh my god, demons. No, you're right. Yes. It should have should not have taken me that long to realize. No. But their shoes are a little costumey sometimes, but I yeah. feel like that's a part of the, the aesthetic, too. I think a lot Ooh. of this style is over the top, or can be. Yes. I love the Mary Janes with yeah. the giant platform. So good. Right? Yeah. So cute. I want to wear platforms, and I do wear platforms. You know I do. But it just makes me, like, literally a foot taller than everybody in the room. Like, I'm already five inches taller than everyone in the room. And then you add five more inches. And it's, like, literally Godzilla walking into the fucking room. Like, but Godzilla with bleach blonde hair. It's like, there she is. No, I I think you can own it. And you can be that, like, six, three, six, two person. Uh-huh. Like, you can do that. It's powerful. Sure. <laughs> We're doing it. I don't know why. Why are you helping me up? This is unnecessary. There's also randomly a photo of flat demonia shoes. Oh, my God. These are... Sorry. Those are a no from me. Oh, that's atrocious. They're, like, the super high converse, but they're not even, like, the seat, the ones to the knees, which... Do you remember those? Yeah. Um, those are disgusting. I'm I think sorry. Those are pre-Grunchery, though. Yeah. Me no, thinks pre- that. Um, I don't know why I said me thinks. Um... <laughs> they like converse like go up to like your shin and then they have buckles mm-hmm. oh wow they're just they're just awful they're over the top yeah but um a little some are too avant-garde. much i love these because these are like i want these actually these are like beetles Ooh. like like little like almost like chelsea boots but yes. they're like funkier yeah. all the way up they're like um, like hardcore versions oh my god they're 109 dollars. you know demonia shoes are expensive so but i really like them will not really be buying shoes. anytime soon no but, but you can look these. at them yeah. and put them on your christmas list i know i feel like we were talking about fashion and like how it's like going a lot of places also i feel like we should say at some point this is not our like <laughs> grunge fairy did not have a lot I feel like it's not super developed yet. I also was having a bad day, and that's why we're kind of going off topic and, like, going with it. So apologies for that. Um, But we were talking about fashion earlier. Um, And I feel like I personally have also felt the influence of, like, being able to do many aesthetics or, like, wanting to do many aesthetics. And sometimes I, like, try to, like, I feel like I've had periods in my life where I try to, like, do one aesthetic all the time. Um, And actually, that's boring. But um, I, like, want these shoes, and I also found this, like, bright pink jacket online that I did not buy because the website apparently was bad. But I saw it, and I was like, oh, my God, I want that. Like, look at this. Like, I just oh, want to look wow. like Elwood sometimes, but then I also want to look That's like a fantastic. Yeah, no, I'm looking. This pink beetle. jacket is entirely Elwood's territory. But like, I like, she also just- want it. You should hold. I'm obsessed. Right. Um, yeah. Expensive. You walking into the courtroom as Elwood oh in that literally. long pink coat. But totally it's like I love like bright pink stuff, and I also love like some gothy stuff. You know, and it's like 
I just want to do both sometimes. I totally feel that because yeah. I think I, I, there's like certain aesthetics that I love so much, but it's like, I don't even have it in my wardrobe or yeah. like it's, I don't know. I feel, that's why I feel like it's harder to find my style because I just enjoy so many different yeah. kinds. I'm like, oh, but I, I do like this and I do like that. So. I feel that too. I feel like what I'm trying to do though is like rather than stick to one style, like, like get stuff that I like that's of different styles and try, you know, mm-hmm. like experiment a little bit. Okay, let's go to maybe just talk about the um, visual aesthetic associations yeah. with Grunge Fairy. So was one of the things. Rocks. <laughs> yes rocks <laughs> crystals yeah earthy tones like we said forest no, this woods. is definitely like oh my god this is literally like those those mystic stores like that's that's those are so yes. fairy grunge mm-hmm. totally yeah your Poor local crystal a, shop like has like three crystal shops for which no I think reason is so funny but also the fact that Tumi used to be there like that was the grunge fairy city to be in Ugh. it really was yeah. we had so much it's not even a city it's we... a, like two block long town <laughs> Oh, it's great. We though. didn't know what we had. Yeah, we didn't. I know. Very sad. Um. Anyways, so movies, TV. Oh, I thought we were doing visuals. Music. We just or visuals. Said, sorry. We said crystals X, in the back. Okay. okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. X. Okay. Walking paths, woods. You said she would be walking through the woods. Our little grunge fairy yes. gal. Um. That's why I think it kind of overlaps with cottage core in a sense. Yeah, but it's like slapping cottagecore across the face yeah. you know she like is cottagecore but her like her rebellious daughter yeah or like her that. farm like burned down or something true or like she got like a spell put on her that made her a fairy but also all the happiness left from her life yeah Sorry. um yeah or she um or she like discovered like tumblr on her oh farm God. and then she like got into like oh my gosh she benjamin buttoned <laughs> she benjamin buttoned and went backwards in life so she was like a full-grown cottagecore woman and then went to be a cottagecore tween but because she became a cottagecore tween she discovered tumblr okay and then got into hyperbop so she went through her tween phase like after her adult cottagecore phase that's so interesting yeah she's lived many lives yeah anyway <laughs> abandoned houses that's interesting yeah, i think there's like a spookiness to this aesthetic there is a little bit night skies mm-hmm. Ooh, sorry getting get chill i like the idea of abandoned houses like i like mm-hmm. the the urbexing you know have you heard of that urban exploration oh yeah urbexing those are fun they have yes. a lot of youtube youtube videos on that yes, yes, yes. i remember i'd never heard of it and then a friend of mine was like i liked urbex and i was like <laughs> you know it's a what? really good place to urbex um actually it's not really urbexing because it's not really urban yeah but on long island there is an abandoned plane factory oh wait maybe that's maybe i'm thinking of a different thing this is on you know the walking path yeah there's an abandoned warehouse oh i thought it was in a someone was telling me it was a silo they were full of bs okay keep going yes um it wasn't an asylum. Yeah, no. There is an asylum on an insane asylum. Abandoned? Like, abandoned on Long Island. Oh, yes. okay. So there, that In exists. King's Park. So that does exist. They weren't um, lying. This one is closer to where you used to live. Yeah. Um, an abandoned plane factory. Yo. Very fun to explore. Did you do it? 
I did. Was it scary? A little bit scary, but in the daytime, it's actually very beautiful. It's a little creepy, mm. but there's people who like graffiti artists who go there all the time. Yeah. And like, but it's Sounds cool. Fun. I think honestly, it fits with the grunge fairy aesthetic. Yeah. It's very much like abandoned. There's also like a lot of like plants and stuff growing through all of yeah. the abandoned pieces. It's actually so pretty. It's almost. You know what? Grunge Fairy is almost, like, post-apocalyptic, too. It is. It totally is. It's like, there was once urbanism, but then that went to shit, and now everyone wears ripped clothing. It definitely gives off, like, I don't know, like, you're a Hunger Games citizen. (laughs) You're from that random territory where all the white people are from, but they act like they're not white people. Uh, District 12. Yeah, that one. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Um, sometimes fairy wings, sometimes elf ears. Striped tights. Well, you you mentioned tights before. Like, yes. lots of fun tights. Yeah, too. go crazy with your tights. Yeah, the fairy wings are big. Sorry, I'm hopping and I'm hopping all over the place. But the fairy wings, too. Like, I feel like sometimes they're, in, like, put on in post. Sometimes they're put on, like, like you actually yes. put on fairy wings. I think there's, like, a TikTok filter that, like, puts on wings for yes. you. So it's a part of it. That one is not good. It always thinks like I don't know. It, I don't know where it thinks my back is, but it doesn't understand. I don't think I've tried it. <laughs> and it, it's not successful. TikTok is very confused by my hair too. It doesn't understand like the curtain bangs. That's funny. Yeah, I look incredible with the brown hair though. I have to show you. I have you tried the brown eyes? I want to see what you look no. like. No. Can you try the brown oh, yeah, eyes? Yeah, I'll try the brown eyes. We'll do that later. <laughs> I tried the green eyes. They look so good. I'm like, yeah. I should have had green eyes. You kind of have. You have like hazel I have like light brown eyes. So come here. Like my all light brown girlies, we all know that we like to pretend our eyes are hazel. You got a little bit of hazel. Our eyes are light brown. You got the Irish in you, so you got oh, a little yeah. bit of hazel. My dad has green eyes. So maybe it's like a does. little bit of that. He- he doesn't have blue eyes. He has green eyes. They're like a gray green. Okay, okay, okay. Depends on the the color of shirt he's wearing. That's kind of so. like my brother. That's funny. <laughs> my dad has blue eyes, but he has like the very light blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have like green eyes. I like, like you. Green. I think there's no debate for your eyes. There's color. no. It's not hazel. Some people be like, you have hazel eyes. I'm like, really? No, no, no. You've never seen hazel eyes before. I have green eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's because most people have never seen green or hazel eyes. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, that's what hazel eyes are. And I'm like, nope. They are, in yeah. fact, green. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people who have brown eyes, including myself, think we have hazel eyes until you see someone with, with hazel, hazel eyes. eyes. Like, oh, like, okay, that, those are hazel eyes. Like, they're almost like yellowy. Yeah. Too. Like, which I think you have a little bit of that. Yeah. But maybe you also just have light brown eyes. You know, up for debate. Yeah. Um, I also think it's funny because you really don't notice someone, someone's eyes unless you, like, look at them. Uh, you I just wanna... know if they're light or dark. You yeah. don't know, like, the color. Yeah, I want to, like, look at people's eye colors more and, like, be like, this person has dark color eyes. I think I need to go do that now. Because okay. I've had people who've known me for a long, like, a long time be like, oh, my God, you have green eyes? <laughs> I'm like, how long have we known each other? Like, literally, like, a year, and you're just looking in my eyeballs and noticing my eye color for the first time. It's funny, actually. That's so weird. Yeah. I don't um, <laughs> Sorry, that was random, but no. that literally has happened to me before. That's frustrating. It's like... I, I don't care. I'm just like, yeah, they're green. Um, okay. Should we talk about... I mean, I music. 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 Yes. Yes. I feel like music... Well, we were just talking about this before, but it's kind of confusing to, like, pin down the particular music for this aesthetic. Yeah. I don't think... I mean, obviously, there is, like, grunge music, which you can argue is, like, a part of this aesthetic, for sure. Yeah. But I think also there's, like, a level of, like, 
like hyper pop and like electronic music yeah. part of this aesthetic so also i was gonna say people like i feel like someone like bjork mm-hmm. or someone like grimes like i yes, feel like grimes totally they've been already on this train for so long and we're all just like jumping on it you know yeah i think grimes definitely a lot of her style or just like album art and stuff i think bjork too like they're yeah, both bjork they're like yeah we've talked about this before that they're like somehow really connected and they're very similar but they're very different too um but they both do fun things with their fashion like really funky interesting things yeah um and they've had like really like experimental music which is like really fun but yeah yeah i would say avant-garde pop yes um it's a little bit of hyper pop a little hyper pop yeah like generally speaking i think that is kind of the sound that i get for this aesthetic um when you look up a like a playlist though there's a lot of like I don't know, like Phoebe Bridgers and like Mitski, like those kind of singers. See, I don't know how to categorize them, but they're like indie. I yeah. Know. Here's my thing with that. Because I think what happens is, especially with these TikTok trends, is that if you like look up a playlist, let's like Grunge Fairy. Because like if you look up Twee, it's also Phoebe Bridgers, you know, it's like, yeah, it's that all these like TikTok things that are coming back or are coming up for the first time. The people who are then making the playlist are just putting on all the popular people they listen to music, you know, like. So I think that the that's not super accurate. I think, like it is because that's what if you're like doing that, that's what it looks like. But I feel like I I always want to focus more on people who are like, doing it themselves or like have the same vibe. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if I would call Phoebe Bridgers Grunge Fairy. I don't think she is. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, her, I I think maybe just people associate that kind of sound with it, but. Because of um, TikTok, probably. Yeah, because of TikTok. Um, I do have a album art um, specifically to bring up that reminds me of Grunge Fairy. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Tinashe's album from last year. 333. I feel like she does kind of Grunge Fairy here and there. Like, she's mainly like. I mean, her she's R and B mostly, but I feel oh, like this album art completely one hundred percent. Yeah, like she's like sitting in like I don't even know. There's like the moss. three eyes. I don't know. Yeah, like she's a little bit like spiritual looking uh-huh. in this, and like her hair is like really long. I think it kind of fits the bill. Um, I think it does. I would actually say like maybe even someone like Caroline Polachek. I mean, do you want to play any songs? Because I might play sure. a Caroline Polachek song. I think I'll play. Um, I was trying to think. I think I might play a Tinashe song from this album because I don't think all of the songs fit the aesthetic, but I think here and there she kind of, like, nods to this, like, more ethereal-sounding pop music. So I'll play one song. It's called Shy Guy. Okay. Um, Shy Guy Moni. Shy Guy Moni. Wait, is that the password (laughs) for everything? Okay, we should... I will edit it out. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) What? harkens to like it doesn't harken to it just reminds me of control a little bit i don't know why but yeah just brings me back a little bit 
Like I was thinking that. about um, SZA and this kind of aesthetic. I think. I don't she, think. She, I don't think. Yeah, she I don't think she it. fits it, but. I don't know. I think her music is like a little bit like that alternativeness mm-hmm. that sometimes in her music. Like I think she does like the some of her music videos. I would say dip in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but it's kind of a stretch. Maybe I think it's I think it's a little bit of a stretch. Um, if you want to look up Caroline Polachek's um Pang, P A N G, I think that album art is like a little grunge fairy ish. She's got Ooh. like the corset and like yeah. it's very like abstract and like. She's kind of swinging on some random ladder. I can see it. Yeah. This was a couple years ago, too, which I I think is funny um, because I definitely think this shows that, like, this look has been around, but it's been, like, pretty much developed recently. So I'll play the one everybody knows, So Hot You're Hurting My Feelings. Like like we're saying, I don't really know if there's a sound for grunge fairy music yet. Yeah, but I feel like experimental yeah, artists, a little different, mm-hmm. off the beaten path. Like. Yeah, because I think a lot of this is just like was kind of it's an amalgamation of just like subcultures yes. and like different subcultures and fashion and yeah, music. Yeah. So it's like I think just kind of being a little bit alternative in general, like yeah, in music is. And I think especially female artists yeah. being a little alternative, not being pop necessarily, being a little alternative pop, like doing that, like, like no shame to pop artists, but not being like the Doja Cat, but being like a little like more playful, experimental mm-hmm. is what they're doing. Because I yeah. think that is part of it. Like it comes from uh, kinder horror to like now. So it's like it has yes. that influence. Totally. I was also thinking of just, I don't know if music-wise, I mean, I think maybe some of her music is, mm-hmm. um, FKA Twigs. Oh, her, absolutely. Her I fashion, and I think her her visuals, like, a lot of times do fit into that. Um, like, I think her streetwear, like, I don't know, kind of reminds me of, like, some um, grunge fairy. Because she wears a lot of, like, feminine pieces, but yeah. also she has, like, very, like, grungy, like, leather and... I don't know like big boots and stuff yeah um no i think she definitely is i think i think we could play a song just to yeah give her that shout out she just released um a new album called capra songs and i'm gonna play capra song capra song like capricorn yeah she's like capricorn my queen is she yeah um let's see I'm going to play Tears in the Club. I want to get you out of my hips, my eyes, my hair, my eyes, my late night cries. I want to take my gloves off, want to touch my hips, my eyes, my hair, not yours, oh my, yeah. I want to dance you out of my, got to dance you out of my hips, my eyes, my wrongs, my rights, yeah. Listen to the rhythm.
actually think of the three that we played, that's the one that I would be the most like, if I were to say Grunge Fairy has a sound, that would be it. Because you know what it is about the hyperpop? I think when we like make cartoons of fairies, they're always like, hi, my name is Tinkerbell. Yeah. You know, and to have someone being like, doing like kind of a high-pitched thing is like capturing that fairy thing. Yes. But also like, I don't know, like that felt very ethereal to me. Like that felt very like, probably like, what I would call the most fairy core sound you can get. Fairy core, sorry, yeah. crunch fairy. I think we're, yeah, I think we're getting, we're defining it. We're getting yeah. into it. Yeah, because I had two other ideas and I don't think either of them would be that, that head on to like the way that was. Because mm-hmm. both of mine were going to be like kind of classics that I think, I'll play one of them. Um, but I think they're a little more like, something that probably led to grunge fairy than like is grunge fairy the way that was grunge fairy i'm doing beach house oh because i feel like that techie but also like female voice thing I don't know about the sound. I just think like the, I don't know. It's a little mm. witchy. I think that's like another aspect. Like I feel like that highlights another aspect mm. of what could be the sound is like this more like ethereal, like yeah, still kind of like weird sounds. Like I think that's maybe just like a common thread with all these. There's just kind of like weird production. Weird sounds, yeah. Um, generally speaking, and like this was like a little less electronic, a little bit more like, I don't know, like like. It always sends me to, like, a tea house, you yeah, know, like which I think, is, like, kind of fun. I think this is, like, I think it could be, it could fit under the, the category. Again, I think, like, the production adds a lot. Like, it's a little mm-hmm. bit different than, like, your typical, like, indie kind of yeah. indie pop indie alternative song. I don't think, like, again, I don't think any of them are super fairy grunge, but, like, almost, like, kind of what allowed fairy grunge to happen like beach house made we should do beach house album anyway that'd be fun um beach house made this kind of like super synthesizy indie sound although they like did it over and over again a little too much sometimes um they made it very popular which i think is cool for electronic music because it made it just more accessible um which I respect. And I think that synthy sound is like the basis for a lot of the, the songs that we're talking about. Yes, so absolutely. Totally agree with that. Absolutely. Okay, movies, TV? Movies, TV. Um, I was thinking like Winx Club. Absolutely. Um, even like, I don't know, like Kiki's Delivery Service a little bit. Like a little bit Howl's Moving Castle. I'm like. I'm going in a different direction. Really? Actually, I'm going Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Ooh. I think Guillermo is like the most fairy grunge you can get sorry <laughs> that's funny i'm thinking just... about him as just like a fairy grunge king i'm like yes um i'm thinking of pan's labyrinth um he writes he he has these movies he makes these movies pan's labyrinth is one of them uh shape of water is the other one which i i think shape of water is also i would make a strong arg- argument for it being 
grunge fairy. I love you know, it. It's mystical, but it's dirty and gritty, and it it cracks your heart open, but it's also like a love story, and it's romantic, you know? Sorry. I love that so much. <laughs> and That's I think, great. But I think Pan's Labyrinth even more, because there are actually fairies in it, um, but Pan's Labyrinth, uh that one's like that's a hard movie to watch i don't recommend it as i recommend like booking a therapy appointment the next day because it's a it's a hard movie to watch i don't think i've ever seen i remember when it came out but i never saw it in 2006 i feel like i remember hearing about it but like you've definitely heard of it um it's just tough it's a tough one. Oh, oh damn okay this is a lot darker than i yeah no so it's very dark and i think it's very mystical and like oh my god like magic but it's also like dark i'm just now thinking of um narnia oh my god totally it just came to my mind i like, totally forgot about that, that whole series but narnia um, is very like oh it's uplifting oh now i'm thinking about all these like 2000s like chronicle movies what is it like this is what a- Oh, Spiderwick? Spiderwick, yeah! Spiderwick. Okay. <laughs> That's so... so random. I haven't thought about this movie until, like, now. I think about it a lot. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. I don't know why I think about it um, a lot. <laughs> that kid from, like, James and the Giant Peach. Yeah! Yeah, love that guy. Um, also, now I'm thinking of, like, the series of unfortunate events i'm just thinking about all these yes, kind of like darker like mystical exact kind of stories that's why i'm saying that this i mean i know we've already established this but grunge fairy is not like it by no means a new thing we just put a name on something that's existed yeah. for a long time no it's true which i think is great and it's now back in fashion very fashiony i think the tiktok thing too is a kind of like turn things that have been around into like a fashion style right into like a moment yeah because i mean i feel like also just twee specifically like Absolutely. just giving a name to that whole era like i feel like most people didn't even know what to call it um i also just think oh, this aesthetic spider is actually very good sorry keep going. oh i need to see it yeah um i think this aesthetic is like very Bridge accessible to wait hold on okay she was literally bridged to terabithia it's came out exactly 12 years ago today or something like that what, the, what? yeah i think it's the anniversary today oh yesterday oh yesterday okay february 16 2007 damn that movie is that movie you know what you're so right about the grunge fairy because i forgot about the whole mystical part of it yeah um because they like have their like little imagination oh, but my her outfits yes. are grunge fairy hold on what's her name isn't it like leslie it's leslie but look at that fit. No, yeah. That's what totally. I'm saying. This is our grunge fairy icon. Oh my god, so true. No, that's like totally, totally grunge fairy. Like, it's so funny because I feel like this was a whole era of movies. Like, very specific time period. These all came out. Mm. Um, oh my god, of course. Zoe Deschanel was in that movie. Oh yeah, she's the teacher. Yeah. Water Horse? Did you ever watch Water Horse? Oh, I watched Water Horse cry. No. So <laughs> No, I have a better one for you. Ink Heart. I never saw that. Okay, well, it was 100% Grunge Fairy. Ink Heart was so good. I didn't, really didn't like the book. Um, I don't know if Nanny McPhee is Grunge Fairy. I think Nanny McPhee has a different aesthetic, and I think... I think, yeah. A much more colorful. Yeah, yeah, we're losing it a little bit. We're going to Victorian a little bit. 
But well, the, yeah. Nanny McPhee is such a good aesthetic. I would love to do a Nanny McPhee as an episode. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm like completely serious. That's so, I have, oh, I've only seen, I think I've seen both movies. Water Horse does make me cry too. Um, I feel like it actually, I feel like we're great. highlighting the fact that there were so many of these types of movies that came out in like 2006 to, to yeah. 2008. Yeah. And I'm just realizing that now, like I think. <laughs> and Sentinel Jones, the Peter Pan with the cute boy. Yeah. That one is. He's grunge fan. <laughs> I don't even think he's cute anymore. I just remember when I I didn't even see the movie. I saw a commercial. I dreamed about that boy for three No, it was weeks. like everyone's sexual awakening. Yeah. Kind of like intense. Like what? No, like like it was like why do you Why was that so the, like I don't know like, universal erotic that entire I movie? I don't It really was. I even the preview of it was. I remember literally being like I mean, he's not he's not wearing a lot of clothes. I think I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Like uh, he's wearing like the chemistry between the two of them like was intense. Yeah, and, like the, that that boy is not wearing a lot of clothing. No, I think it we was... were talking about this from perspectives of we were three years old when yeah, this came out. So. so please don't. Yeah, we mean this and and looking back. Yeah, Captain Hook was kind of hot too. Oh yeah. Yeah, what was this movie and why was it this racy? <laughs> Cause I've heard other people say that too, and I'm like, "What is going on?" We Don't were like I think five years like old, kissing it, yeah, which is like a lot. It was a lot. That's intense for like not like cartoon characters, no. like real life action. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Dang, that Peter Pan movie. Okay, well we hit like the goldmine with movies. We just yeah. realized that there were all these movies that basically either had a grunge fairy character in it or like encapsulated essentially like yes. what we're talking about no i love it i didn't think there was that many no i know and it's funny that now our generation is doing the grunge fairy thing when these are the movies that came out when we were children yeah and i think it probably is like a nostalgic factor too absolutely um, when i that that's the word i wanted when i saw the clothes for the first time i was like it gave me it was nostalgic it totally which, feels nostalgic yeah. for me um, i think that was a big part of it I also think, again, it's just an accessible fashion because a lot of it's, like, yeah. supposed to be thrifted, a little bit worn looking. Yeah. It's also kind of, like, I feel like it's good to just collect what you have in your closet, just, yeah. like, earth tones and kind of just pile them on. Yeah. And be like, all right. I'm yeah, and you're supposed to, like, you just, like, you nearly escaped with your life from Terabithia or, like, you just loved Peter Pan, you know? Yeah. Like, you're supposed to look like that. <laughs> exactly. Not the, not the child in the movie, an adult version. He doesn't grow up, though. I think you just ah! dug yourself home. I'm going to edit that out. Because <laughs> now I feel horrible. Because <laughs> I just realized. That's true. Tarzan. Um, that's, that's that was also tar- erotic. Yeah. There were some. There were some. He's naked. There were some racy movies. It's wild. He was naked. <laughs> Um, I think we like hit the nail on the head for Grunge Fairy. Like we covered the fuck. I think we're done, and I think we're tired, and I think we need to go home. And I think I want sugar. Um. Okay. Thank you for listening. For listening. Um. This has been more than meets the eye. Um. And your two favorite aesthetically pleasing podcasters, Emma and Antonella. Yeah. We'll see you next in two weeks because we're releasing these every two weeks. To give you more time to to absorb the content. Um, we don't want to, you know, just 
pile on all these episodes you know like we don't want to do so much work every week yeah like it's for you guys so you're not overwhelmed nothing to do with our (laughs) schedules at all all right we love you bye